Welcome to episode number 54 on Bill Man the Sport Guys podcast. I am your host, Bill Man, where I get to report you the latest weekly news. Before we get started, I would like to give a quick update. Yes, today, I am well aware that today is Thursday, March 10th, 2022. Just want to give everyone a quick heads up. And for those who are listening early, I am actually recording this episode early and it will be uploaded early because I uh, something has happened on my normal Sunday uploading schedule. So I just want to give everyone a quick heads up that this episode is definitely going to be out early and it's recorded early. And I should be back to my normal Sunday schedule in the meantime for next episode at least. Okay, but now that that's out of the way, got a few really big surprises. Now, I know they're in the news-wise. I know there was some big news, but I'm going to put some of it to next week's episode. Okay, one of the biggest news that has happened, Seattle Seahawks quarter, the NFL quarterback. We're going to go to the NFL because Seattle Seahawks quarterback Actually, Russell Wilson is no longer Seattle Seahawk, basically. He was traded to the Denver Broncos in exchange for a fourth-round pick. Now, I believe they traded, they also got three first-round picks, two second-round picks. You guys can correct me if I'm wrong or not on Twitter and Instagram at Billman, the sports guy on the draft picks. But the players that they got in return to Seattle from Denver were quarterback Drew Locke, tight end Noah Fan. Defensive tackle Shelby Harris. Woo! Dang. As for the Seattle Seahawks, it seems like they're going to go in a retool or a rebuild mode. They have been very competitive throughout Russell Wilson's tenure. However, with only one Super Bowl to show for. So, I believe that... Now, if we take a look at the Denver side, they are going to start getting competitive. They got some players that can ball. I definitely expect the Denver Broncos to make some noise in 2022. So from the the Seattle perspective, it tells me that they want to go on. I don't know if I want to say rebuild. I think retool may be the more appropriate word. And from the Denver side, it tells me that they want to start competing. They are going to start showing some seriousness. And the AFC division, ooh, look out. With Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, you've got the Buffalo Bills, Mahomes the Kansas City Chiefs. You've got now Russell Wilson, and you still got a young, bright superstar quarterbacks in Joe Burrow, the Cincinnati Bengals, and Justin Herbert. woo Here come the Broncos. So let me know your thoughts on Twitter and Instagram. At Bill Man, the sports guy, on the Russell Wilson trade. And now to the NBA. So the biggest thing that's came out of the NBA so far early this week is that I saw a question that I would like to ask you basketball and Philadelphia 76ers fans this question. Does Ben Simmons deserve a tribute video from the Philadelphia 76ers? You guys can let me know on Twitter and Instagram at Billman the Sports Guy about this. But I, Billman the Sports Guy, believe absolutely not Ben Simmons does not deserve a tribute video from the Philadelphia 76ers. What has he really done? Sure, they made the playoffs two or three times, but he really hasn't shown up that much. Last time the 76ers were in the playoffs, Ben Simmons got a little quiet. 
that's a little concerning. The fact that he went quiet, that didn't really help out Joel Embiid in the squad, okay? Now, yes, he's in Brooklyn. Yes, he's got more of a cast around in Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Seth Curry. No, not Steph Curry. Seth Curry. Just want to make sure you all the new Seth Curry, not Steph Curry. Because Steph Curry, we all know, is on the Warriors. Okay. And you got Draymond Andrade, if I said that correctly. You even got Blake Griffin. Now, Ben Simmons. Yes, he is a beast defensively. Ben Simmons can really play defense. Now, as of offensively, I mean, he's like a jump shot or two away from being one of the greatest. So he really isn't the worst offensively. He's basically just a jump shot or two away. Well, we all know defensively, we know he can ball. Like, I'd say he's arguably top 15, maybe top 10 defensive players in basketball at the moment in the NBA. So let me know your thoughts. Does Ben Simmons deserve a tribute video? Yes, no, I vote no way. All right, now we're going to go to the NHL. The, the NHL trade deadline is March 20th. That's next week. Now, I want to hear your thoughts on who are some possible players that you think could get traded. Will Claude Giroux move on from the Philadelphia Flyers? Will the Blackhawks trade Jonathan Tays, Patrick Kane? Will they actually trade Marc-Andre Fleury? Will Brendan Hagel or Alex Dabrinkit get moved? The Arizona Coyotes... Will they basically trade everybody? Since we all know they're the worst team in the NHL right now. The Seattle Kraken. Which some of the big names are they going to move? Are they going to move Mark Giordano? Toronto Maple Leafs. Now that Jack Campbell. Yes, Jack Campbell's currently out with an injury. Who are they going to go after goalie-wise? Some competitive teams. What kind of depth are, we, are they going to add? And some rebuilding teams. Who are they going to trade away? Like will Max Domi get traded? Will Thomas Tatar get traded? Will Max Pacioretty get moved? Will, will Ben Sherrod actually get moved? We will all just have to wait and see how this plays out. And I'm definitely going to give my... Re, I'm definitely going to do a recap on the NHL trade deadline when after the deadline's over. And now into Major League Baseball. I am so pumped to say this. Do you guys all know the song, Guess Who's Back by Eminem? You know, Guess Who's Back, Back Again. Major League Baseball is back. That is right. The Major League Baseball Players Association and the owners have agreed to a deal. Let's go. And also, at the time I'm recording this, free agency starts tonight. Ooh, doggy, I cannot wait. And I may be a White Sox fan. I don't care if any fan calls me crazy, but I'm going to give you my White Sox wish list just for the heck of it. Okay, I don't know how many outnumbered I have it, but here we go. Coming in at number five. My number five on my White Sox wish list. Get another lefty starting pitcher. Why? We know Carlos Rodon's a free agent. The White Sox should try bringing him back. He wants to go a competitive team. I was even looking at Twitter earlier saying Carlos Rodon to the Cubs. No, that won't happen. 
I'm sorry. Yes, the Cubs got fried, fried, bright future pieces, but they're not competitive. They're at least a season or two away, okay? So please get another lefty. And the other reason, it's what's going to concern me, is that Dallas Keuchel's their lefty. And hear me out. Dylan Cease, he's right-handed. Lance Lynn, right-handed. Lucas Giolito, right-handed. Michael Kopech, Renato Lopez, they're both right-handed. I know Garrett Crochet's a lefty, but we still got to build him up. We shouldn't rush him into the starting rotation. So please, bring back Carlos Rodon and get another lefty. So I basically just squashed two of my wish list together. All right, coming in at number four, re-sign Billy Hamilton and Brian Goodwin for depth in the outfield. Why? The White Sox are in win-now mode. They have a chance to win the World Series. That window is open as of right now. And what's also important for teams to have for World Series success? Depth. Remember the Cubs had depth. The New York Yankees, all those World Series, they had depth. The Boston Red Sox, they had depth. The Atlanta Braves, they had depth players. Yeah, do you guys see what I mean? I think those two could be very good depth pieces for the White Sox. <laughs> okay, this is the one that I feel like people are going to call me crazy, including Cub fans, but I don't even care. Coming in at number three. Get an outfielder. Why? The right field is a weak position the White Sox are in. Get Chris Bryant or Kyle Schwarber. Damn right you heard me I said that. Get Chris Bryant or Kyle Schwarber. I know most Cubs fans probably jumped off their chairs and went, what? That's right. Now, Schwarber, why do I mention him? It's mainly because he's a lefty bat. And another of the weaknesses the White Sox have are lefty-lefty bats. I'm not saying Moncada, Grandal, or Leary Garcia because they're switch hitters. Yes, there's a difference. Switch hitting means you can hit from both sides of the plate, ladies and gentlemen. Lefty means you can bat lefty. Righty means you bat righty. Okay? Schwarber, the White Sox only have two lefty-lefty batters this season at the time of their roster, and it's Zach Collins and Gavin Sheets. So I think Schwarber bring much more lefty help. He also has a very, he's very good at drawing walks. Sure, he doesn't hit for an high average, but he hits a monstrous bombs and walks. The White Sox walk leaders were Grandal, Moncada, and Abreu, top three. I think Schwarber can definitely help out with that. But the main outfielder, Chris Bryant, why? If you take a look at Chris Bryant's numbers in right field, it's actually pretty good. And hear me out. Yes, he's utility. That could work. Now why? He could play, he could be the White Sox main right fielder. But he can also play third base if Yoan Mankata needs a day off. Plus, if there was ever a day where Eloy Jimenez was the designated hitter, he could go into left field. You all see what I mean right there? That's why I say Chris Bryant or Kyle Schwarber. Maybe Corey Dickerson since he is a lefty bat and Brian Goodwin is a lefty too.
So, number three, get an outfielder, Chris Bryant, Kyle Schwarber. And the White Sox, I want to see the White Sox pay a lot of money for one player. They've done that with Yasmani Grandal. He is their highest paid player in franchise history at $73 million. All right. Now, number two, get a second baseman. Why? Please get a second baseman. Please. Preferably Tony Kemp or Jeff McNeil. They're both 30 and younger. Kemp is 30. McNeil's 29. But they're both lefty, lefty. It could really help them out. They have both put up very solid numbers. This Kemp mainly put up solid numbers. Sure, McNeil had a down year. But if you took a look at his last three years, he's put up solid numbers. And lefty, lefty, that could help boost the White Sox lineup a bit. And the, both of those guys draw base. They put the ball in play. That's what they need. I know it hurts that we lost Nick Madrigal to the north side. That was painful. But I would prefer Tony Kemp or Jeff McNeil. Please get one of them. Or worst case scenario, sign Josh Harrison to a one or two year deal. All right. And number one, kick ass this season. Why? The White Sox have are dominating. Last season, they were the top three. While, sure, the playoffs didn't go as, as well as they would have liked. But they are still going to be a dominant AL team at least the next two, three seasons. Then we'll see from there. But the window is open. And I expect them to dominate this season. Ooh, baseball's back. I'm, like, as happy as I can ever be. All right. To recap this episode. Russell Wilson trade to the Denver Broncos. What are your thoughts and opinions on that? Does Ben Simmons deserve a video tribute from the Philadelphia 76ers tonight at the time I'm recording this? Because the 76ers and the Nets are supposed to play tonight. Baseball's back. Happy as I could be. What are your thoughts on my White Sox wish list? And am I, am I really crazy? I mean, the list was fluid. The list was fluid, okay? It was a good fluid list. And the NHL pre-deadline. Who was going to get traded? Let me know in all your thoughts and opinions on Twitter and Instagram at BillManTheSportsGuy. Thank you for tuning in to episode number 54 of Billman the Sport Guys podcast. I am your host, Billman. Stay tuned for episode number 55. Peace.